Welcome, everybody, yet another episode of the Wrestling vs. World podcast. Y'all enjoying your day? Awesome. If not, well, let's see if this history trip down memory lane can do it for you. So, we know that there have been times where, in a specific year, a championship changed hands a lot. Like, good lord. But today, I am going to go through one of them, and that is the WWF slash WWE Championship in the year of 1999, because this, oh good lord, this jump around, like you will not believe. Not as bad as WCW Championship in 2000, but still memorable one. So we start off the year, the very first title change happened on the January 4th, 1999 edition of Raw. Main, main event was Mankind vs. The Rock, no disqualification match, slash-ish, almost like a lumberjack match of sorts, because you had the corporation in DX ringside. So The Rock was champion, Mankind is challenger, Mankind had a mandible claw with Mr. Sako on, Ken Shamrock got involved, Billy Gunn got in the fight, Stone Cold interfered, Steel Chair, Mankind's the new champion, historic episode because of course WCW spoiled that ending. So Mankind's reign was, it's technically counted as happening on January 4th, 1999, according to WWE's rules because that's when they say it happened with air delay. Towering would happen for just less than three weeks as he would drop it back to The Rock just about three weeks later at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view in an I Quit match. So the whole thing was, the Rock could not get a challenge, not get a match for the Mankind to the title. He just said like, oh, The Rock quits when it comes to getting a shot. And Mankind's like, I accept. And that's when he chooses an I quit match. A match where seemingly Mankind cannot lose because he had no quit in him. However, after being knocked out with a dozen chair shots to the head, microphone up to Mankind's head, and you hear through the speakers, I quit, I quit, I quit. The Rock's new champion even though it was technically a recording from Mankind's promo earlier that night on Sunday Night Heat. Tyler Rain would end up only lasting about a week, as on Halftime Heat the following week, Mankind regained the championship in an empty arena match, part of the Super Bowl against The Rock. Epic match? Took forklift with a pallet on there to hold The Rock down with barrels on there. Pinned. Boom. Mankind the new champion for the second time. Then this match would, this title reign would end on the February 15, 1999 edition of Raw, the night after seeing Valentine's Day, seeing Valentine's Day Massacre, in a ladder match between Mankind and The Rock. Mankind was about to retain his championship. Big Show, aka Paul White, Big Nasty, whatever his building names were, chokeslammed Mankind off the ladder. The Rock climbed up, got the championship. Once again, the new champion now for the very third time. Tellerine would last about a month and a half as he would drop to Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 15 about a month and a half later in a notice qualification match. Mankind was one of the referees, Stone Cold Stunner. Stone Cold regains the championship for the third time as well. So a couple times in a brief period of time or somebody's having the third reign. This title reign would last about two months as he would drop it at Over the Edge, infamous pay-per-view for all the wrong reasons, to The Undertaker due to a screwy finish where Vince McMahon accidentally caused a distraction to Stone Cold, well, quote-unquote, accidentally, Stone Cold would get tripped up, pinned by Undertaker, and fast count by Shane, brand new champion for the Undertaker. Undertaker would have a reign also for about a little over a month, would drop it right after King of the Ring on the June 28, 1999 edition of Raw in a match against Stone Cold Steve Austin. If Undertaker had gotten himself disqualified, he would lose the championship. Stone Cold would get the stunner. Tower reign number four would begin. But this reign would not even last two months as at SummerSlam on August 22nd, 1999, he would drop the championship in a triple threat match where he took the pinfall from Mankind, the other participant in the match being Triple H, who was rumored that Stone Cold was not fond of dropping the championship to, even though Triple H was on the rise, but he was comfortable dropping the championship to Mankind for his third reign. 
But that sadly only lasts 24 hours as the next night on Raw, August 23rd, 1999 edition of Raw, Triple H beat Mankind to get his first ever WWF slash WWE Championship run and a little bit thing to note. Again, Shane McMahon, special guest referee, so tell change with Shane McMahon's referee and all this. This reign would last about around three weeks as on the September 16, 1999 edition of SmackDown, Triple H would drop the championship to Vince McMahon. Shane was special guest referee. It was kind of a no disqualification-esque match. You remember Stone Cold interfered. Vince was bloody. Triple H got pinned. Vince McMahon, the owner of the cha- of the company, is the brand new champion. However, four days later, on the September 20th, 1999 edition of Raw, Vince would vacate the championship due to the stipulation from Fully Loaded saying he wasn't allowed to be on champ- on television and everything. However, Stone Cold, even though the championship was vacated, Stone Cold announced that it was his ruling on whether or not Vince could be back on television or not, and he reinstated Vince per stipulation that later on, Stone Cold would get a title shot at no mercy, as he was then added as a special guest enforcer for the six-pack challenge at Unforgiven. So because Vince vacated the title, Triple H eventually got his way back into the match, and now the vacant title was on a six-pack challenge for Triple H, Kane, Big Show, British Bulldog, The Rock, and Mankind. Triple H will then gain his second title win at Unforgiven on September 26, 1999. This title reign would end up being about seven weeks, so almost two months for this title reign, as he would then drop it to the Big Show in a triple threat match at Survivor Series November 14, 1999, a triple threat with Big Show and The Rock. Originally it was supposed to be Stone Cold Steve Austin, Stone Cold got run down by a car, and that pretty much had Big Show taking the slot and became the new champion, thanks to Vince McMahon getting involved. Hitting Triple H in the head with the championship, chokeslam, boom, new champion. So you look at all of this, this, this was a year where the title was just being hot potatoed. I mean, you had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 new champions being crowned and one vacancy. So on average, you had about one new champion per month, Some, but in reality, it was like, have a title reign for a couple months, for a month or two, and then... New champion, and then just constantly repeating that cycle. Like, seriously, like, The Rock gained two of his three overall title runs, first three title runs in this year. Stone Cold had a couple runs. Undertaker had his. Mankind had all his runs like being broadcast this year. Vince's only run of vacancy. Triple H getting started. Like, this title is honestly getting hot potatoed a little bit so frequently that it can make your head spin. So, I mean, it's not the worst thing but it's like this i think to memory this is the most active year where you saw this specific championship changing hands so frequently with just within one calendar year i mean i know that next time i'm going to come over another year not as frequently but still a notable one for championship changes within this title because next time i'm covering the title run for the WWE championship in 2002 you'll remember that so easily so let me know what you all thought in the comment section below about the wf slash wwe championship in 1999 was it a bit of a headache in your perception of how the title is just constantly changing hands? Because the longest title run we saw in terms of, like, recognized title runs was technically Stone Cold's from WrestleMania 15 up until Over the Edge. Because the next closest was his other run that he had from after King of the Ring up until SummerSlam. Everything else was just a little below that to just about non-existent. So anyway, let me know all your thoughts in the comment section below. Like this episode if you enjoyed it. Comment, subscribe, bell turn on, or follow if you're on any of the other podcasting sites. And I'll catch you all later. Thanks for watching, folks. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out, and good day, everybody.